This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. This is the SI Fantasy Podcast. Head to SI.com slash fantasy for all the latest news, advice, and more to help you win your league. I look at his athletic ability, his explosiveness. He's very good in the red zone. He's able to get you those touchdowns. I mean, this guy had five touchdowns and 30 receptions. That's pretty much unheard of. Don't forget to subscribe to SI Fantasy Plus for even more content you won't find anywhere else. Every single running back in his first year as the featured back under Andy Reid, dating back to 1999, has been the RB10 or better. How can we go wrong here with the Glide, guys? Here are your hosts, Corey Parson and Michael Fabiano. Yo, what's up? Welcome inside the SI Fantasy Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Fantasy exec and Michael Fabiano. Mike, here we go. Here we go. We are down to the final two, Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The GOAT, Tom Brady, back in it. Yeah, man. I, I'm not shocked. I how can you be? This is ten Super Bowls. Like, yeah, I mean, think about that. Ten. Think about that. There, there, Corey. There's going to be NFL franchises that don't get to half of that number of Super Bowls in the history of the franchise. Like, look at the Browns. Between yep. the old school Browns and the new school Browns, like they've never been there. I, it, it, if there was ever any doubt that he was the greatest of all time, this this takes it away. And I, and I grew up loving Joe Montana, even as a Cowboys fan, because he was just that good. Joe Cool. Brady is the only quarterback to lead two different teams in two different conferences to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to be the first team to ever play at home in a Super Bowl. You just, he's 43 years old, and he had 40 touchdown passes. He's just – he did everything he could to maybe blow it in that game against Green Bay with the three picks. But Green Bay could not capitalize. And I would suggest, although, you know, we, we, we've heard now that Rodgers doesn't know what his future will be. I think that's emotional. And I think he'll be back with Green Bay. But you never know. You know, Rodgers, all he had to do was run that ball into the end zone, man. There was nobody on the right side of that. I'm trying to figure I out. I don't know how he didn't that. see all of the open territory there and just boom. And the Packers are ahead. And if you were going to kick the field goal anyway. Didn't Why didn't you just sense. pick up the yards? If it, you it don't get to the end zone, you get it. You got a you got a better shot. Made I, no I, sense. I don't see our boy Michael Lombardi. Uh, Michael Lombardi tweeted, "That's what mm-hmm. happens when you have a subcontractor at head coach." Ah, yeah, I, I don't get it, man. Because like it, it didn't do any good for them to have a field goal there because they still needed a touchdown. It, it was a, it was a weird call. I, 
I guarantee you Rodgers didn't like the call. Rodgers yep. apparently made the call on the previous play thinking he was going to have a fourth down, but there was nobody over there. Rodgers is not Drew Bledsoe. Like he can run a little bit. He, no, he, he had a clear path to the end zone, man. So close. And then, you know, they typically, uh, you know, him and Adams will connect. Uh, they, they had that one play where Adams ran a, a quick out and it looked like he was going to score, but it went off his fingertips. They missed out that equanimia say Braun dropped one. That was a big but, but when, but when Tom Brady, you know, gifts you three turnovers and you don't do anything, and it might be on you when when your when your cornerback let Scotty Miller get behind him at the end of the first half. It might be your fault that you're not moving on to the Super Bowl. Yes, and you know, listen, it, it, you can't just point the finger at at Lafleur on this. Was a lot to go around that play that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? You you you, you scramble, look like you had the end zone, then you throw across your body. That's not like the the throw that yeah. big time quarterbacks make now. Aaron Rodgers one and four in NFC Championship games. Before we get to the to the other stuff, a couple of uh, interesting things I want I want to hop into right quick. Let's start with uh, Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, I, I write I wrote a column that's going to be on SI this week about the five best. I don't like you writing it now. <laughs> I'm always writing, dude. I'm always writing. So uh, the the five includes New Orleans, okay. where where I think. You know, you, you you have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and Emmanuel Sanders and giddy up, you're in. Uh, suddenly top 12 quarterback. San Francisco, assuming that they're going to part ways with Jimmy Garoppolo, which no one knows if that's going to be the case or not. And Denver, with all the weapons they have, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant, KJ Hamler, they've got a lot of talent there. And John Elway has been known to bring in veteran quarterbacks. So that's also a good landing spot. I think Washington's a good landing spot. Martin Mayhew, their new GM, was the GM when Detroit drafted Matthew Stafford back in 2009. So there's there's somewhat of a connection there as well as it pertains to Stafford maybe going. And, uh, you know, Washington's got a lot of good young talent too. Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, you've got Logan Thomas there. And then, of course, the Colts are going to be in every conversation because Rivers is retired. And... You're looking at a team with a lot of cap room that could make some moves in the offseason to get be- even better. They've already got a great backfield. They've got Michael Pittman Jr. T.Y. Hilton's a free agent, but they could potentially bring him back. Paris Campbell's talented. He just can never stay on the field. And then some other teams like I- I'm-, I'm basing you know my top five off of current roster talent, but like the Jets, yep. although it looks like they're going to try and get Deshaun Watson. We'll see. The Jets, the Patriots, but the Patriots have nothing on offense right now. The Jets have nothing on offense right now. Chicago's got very little on offense right now. But well, they yeah, be if they get team. Allen Robinson back, then you have. But then but again, would, would Detroit trade? They're not going to trade him to Chicago. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about that. Yeah. No, they won't trade him to Chicago, and then they're, they're not going to release him. Now they're not going to get a first round draft pick from Matthew Stafford either. But um, they need to temper their expectations with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that um, I, I don't think Chicago ends up being the destination. So I do find that uh to be interesting. But no, we definitely listen. That's one of the stories that we'll be following throughout the course of the off season and see how it shakes up and we start to put the rankings together and get these things done. Right quick, Mike, I want to ask you one more question about some happenings going on in the NFL. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's controversial, so you can speak on it as much or as little as you want. The situation with Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, is he getting overlooked? I, 
I, I can't see how he's getting overlooked because all the talk has been about how, you know, he was one of the most attractive candidates. And I, listen, man, you're not in the interviews. I'm not in the interviews. No doubt. Maybe he doesn't interview well. I don't know. Like I've said it in the past. This guy deserves to be a head coach. He absolutely. Yeah. And I think ultimately he will be Corey. At some point he will be a head coach, uh-huh. but I, 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 I can't, I, I don't get it. You know, and I, and I see, you know, my guys on, you know, NFL network, like Steve Weiss, uh, you know, th- talking about it. I don't know, man. I, I really don't know because I can't get into the mindset of not hiring the best candidate for a job that I might be have of it, having available. I yeah. don't care about skin color. Guy could be purple with blue polka dots. If he's the best candidate, I'm going to hire him. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I really, it, it's a tough, it's a difficult decision. Uh, it's a difficult topic for me only because I'm just not in that headspace. No doubt. And, and what they're talking about is, you know, some of these guys, the minorities coming in and not getting their, you know, their fair shake. And if that's the case, it's total BS and the NFL needs to do something about it. And that's the kind of almost the thing where it seems like the NFL has tried and been trying to do something about it. But ultimately, it comes down to the owners. Speaking and here's of this, the thing too, Corey. Like, think about it. Uh, the the guys that 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 are come out saying to, like like Jim Trotter too. You know who's a, who's a really good guy. He's you been know, covering he, this stuff for years. Yeah, now. man. Jim I Trotter, formerly SI. And, and Jim works for the NFL. And what uh-huh. are they saying about what what are they suggesting about some of the NFL owners? What are they suggesting? That the, the the good old boy network, you know, what I'm saying they're making suggestions. Those guys are drawing a paycheck from the same people who True. you're right. They're suggesting might not be hiring minority candidates for a certain reason. So, it, I mean, kudos to those guys for doing it and, and being brave enough and stepping up and saying it. But I, I just like for me, I, mean, I, I I don't have that mindset, man. I yeah. I'm just not in that well, mindset. So it, I, I really it, hope that's not the case. But it seemed like. You know, it, it very well could be. Yeah, I think it's it's a, it's a, it's a touchy subject, and obviously in NFL circles, it's something that we have to go through. It seems like always at this time of year. Mm-hmm. Now you could have situations where, listen, some years you have you know the hires are more defensive minded coaches, and some years the hires are more offensive minded coaches. But it seems like these past two or three cycles, particularly this one right here, it seems like everybody is saying the enemy should have landed a job. And um, listen, this is still one out there, so we don't know how it's going to shake out. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Philadelphia. The Deuce Staley situation is interesting. Also, Deuce Staley asking to be let out of his contract. I'm not sure if he has something already lined up, but um, I find that situation interesting. Deuce Staley, a very well-respected coordinator with the Philadelphia Eagles for many years. Yeah, there's some weird and, stuff and, going on. And, and, and a good fantasy asset back in his day, too. There's there's some weird stuff going on. Um, and, and it looks like Tom Pelissero is just reporting that the Lions have hired Deuce Staley to be an assistant head coach and running good. backs coach. Very so good. Staley is Staley is going to get a chance to uh, to be with Dan Campbell uh, yeah. and, and and on Detroit stuff. So that so that's good. That that's a good thing. That that I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia. I really don't. I don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be. Well, I, I think when you bring Seriani in the quarter, they're bringing him in to fix wins. Right. Exactly. And, and as a fantasy guy, and I think you can agree with this, 
I don't like that. <laughs> I don't want Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, like I don't, I don't Hurts, want Wentz fixed. I want Wentz in, in, right. in, in Chicago Wentz, or wherever. Yeah. Send, right, yeah. Send Wentz someplace else, man. Right, Chicago, Indianapolis, like wherever. Send him someplace else. You know, he's got the connection there with, with Frank Reich um, with the Colts. But I want to see Jalen Hurts as the quarterback of the Eagles. And, yeah, this it's, it's an odd situation. It, I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia at this point. But, you know – Maybe, you know, this new regime is going to come in and, and, and fix things. Time will tell. As Cowboys fans, we hope not, right? You yeah, and I hope that uh, it goes sideways there in the center league of brotherly love. <laughs> no doubt about it. A 1-15 season, I could not be like, why wasn't it 0-16? So mm-hmm. there you go right there. Couldn't care too much. But like you said, I would like to see some fantasy points from Jalen Hurts because, you know, it'd be interesting to see what he can do. And he's a guy that I might be intrigued on putting yeah, on some fantasy I- teams. I'm doing. Uh, I'm in the middle of doing the top 101 fantasy facts from 2020. And okay. I'll give you a quick, a quick, I guess, uh, you know, preview. Jalen Hurts started and finished three games for the Eagles. Of course, we know the the final game where they brought in Nate Sudfeld, and it was a big controversy. He averaged almost 80 rushing yards a game and 25.2 points per game. If you yeah. project those over a full season, he finishes with over 400 fantasy points and over 12. 100 yards on the ground. I want that in my life from a fantasy football perspective. I cannot disagree with you on that one. That's top five QB uh, numbers right there for fantasy purposes. So that situation in Philadelphia is going to be very interesting moving forward. Before we get into the AFC championship game, let's, let's, let's zero in on, we talked a lot about the situation um, with the pack with, with the Packers, Mm -hmm. but you got to feel like, if this, if Aaron Rodgers does come back, this is a call to action to get some more pieces in there. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Aaron Jones is a free agent at the end of this season. Yeah. I, don't you kind of feel like, though, that that statement that Rodgers made was emotionally charged? Like I can see it. Mm-hmm. They just came off of losing, uh, you know, a, a huge game. You know, he's been he's been the bridesmaid in several NFC championship games over the last five years. And I, I can't see Green Bay like he could force a trade potentially and say, hey, if you don't trade me, I'm going to retire. Adam Schefter mentioned that uh, earlier in the day. I, I still feel like Rodgers is going to be in Green Bay next season. Like Aaron Jones might not be. Maybe it's A.J. Dillon. Maybe Jones. Go- I'd love to see him go to Atlanta. I've said it a million times. I'd love to see him go to Atlanta. They, you know, they have some draft capital. They're going to be able to maybe help, help along, you know, with maybe adding another wide receiver. I believe Alan Lazard is a uh, exclusive rights restricted free agent. Robert Tunyon's a restricted free agent. So they're still going to have these guys likely coming back. You've got Devontae Adams, who's arguably the best wide receiver in the National Football League. And regardless of the running back situation, it'll be fine if it's A.J. Dillon and Jamal Williams, or if they bring Aaron Jones back, you're in a good spot. And this team was better than it was last year when it went to the NFC Championship game and got beat by the Niners. I agree 100%. Yep. And I get it. Like, there's frustration. Packers had every opportunity to win that game. They did. Like, you you can't give up that late touchdown in the first half to Scotty Miller, of all people. You can't get Brady to turn it over three times and not capitalize. Like, Rodgers has got to run that ball into the end zone. Like, listen, I... I'm not going to sit here and say I know more about what was going on in that play than Aaron Rodgers because I'd be a fool. But I got eyes, and I saw nobody over there in a white jersey, and I thought he could have ran it in. The Packers made mistakes. 
and I get it with the with the PI call and the people are like, oh, Brady was in danger of not going back to the Super Bowl, so the refs fixed it. Whatever. I don't. No, buy yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, buy into that crap. Yeah, but Green Bay had its opportunities and they just they didn't capitalize. And their coach made a couple of bad decisions and it hurt them. I saw some tweets. I believe um, I believe a couple of NBA players were watching the game and they was like, wow, Tom Brady brought his team and the referees to the game. Right. Um, so it is what that. It's all yeah. all the haters, man. They're going to bring all that stuff up. And, and that's always what's going the situation is going to be uh, when it comes to, to, to Tom Brady. Here we are uh, getting ready for a Super Bowl, Mike. That's going to that's going to have Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. <laughs> I know, right? And yeah. no Ben and no Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was, I was actually saying that a couple of weeks ago. How like you know when the Pittsburgh Steelers got beat by Cleveland, that uh, I threw out a, a Twitter meme with a couple of guys laughing. I'm like, ah, oh, here's a live look at Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Not that Le'Veon done anything. He's yeah. been dreadful ever since he's went to Kansas City. The only thing he's done is ruin the value of Clyde edwards Lair. And AB has been very good. I would expect that he'll be ready to go for the Super Bowl. Can't see anything outside of uh, you know that that knee injury getting worse, which I wouldn't expect that to happen considering he didn't play this week and he's going to have a couple weeks off. They'll be that's going to be a fun game. It really is. And I got to be honest with you, I, I might be on the in the in the minority on here. I kind of want Brady to win. 43 years old like I and Mahomes is tremendous and it's and I'm not rooting against the Chiefs but for for Brady to go and win a seventh Super Bowl in a 10th appearance at 43 years old against arguably the best quarterback currently in the National Football League Patrick Mahomes I mean geez Louise and I, I typically root for the NFC because I'm a Cowboys fan so unless yep. it's like another NFC East team I'm gonna root NFC in the Super Bowl not that I care one way or the other but Brady and, and you know, the haters are going to hate. But, geez, I, you go out there and win it with the Buccaneers of all teams. And I know they have a lot of talent. They're not the same Bucks from the creamsicle era when they were terrible. But still, there's a lot of good teams out there. And it doesn't mean that Brady would have been the quarterback and taken them to the championship. There's a lot of good teams out there that that didn't even get to the playoffs that, that had a whole heck of a lot of talent. Nope. Not Cowboys. Yep. So yep, I'm about to say that I know one, right? Well, even though Dak got hurt, but still, I mean, last season, same, same kind of thing. The guy's unbelievable, man. I mean, he is a magnet. He is a magnet for those Super Bowl appearances. Now nah, he knows how to get there, knows how to get the job done. Shout out to uh, him working him and Brian Leftwich getting that offense together and getting it to where Tom Brady wants it. You remember Brian Leftwich from Marshall? Yeah, heck yeah, dude. You remember that play? Exactly. When he was they carried him down the field. Yeah. Him downfield? <laughs> yes. Byron, that was one of the most and, and Byron Leftwich never really panned out in the NFL. Because he had some game. fantasy value, uh, you know, during his career, not not a whole heck of a lot, but like that's what I remember him most for is that 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 play where he couldn't like he couldn't walk, he couldn't run and so his offensive lineman had to like carry him down the field. Yeah. Um that, yeah, that was uh yeah, that that was a very memorable moment. Yeah, and from a, a long line of great Mac quarterbacks, uh, and not 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 to mention, don't forget Chad Pennington, and then uh, and then Brian Leftwich. Brian Leftwich has one of the biggest, strongest arms that oh, yeah, I've ever, ever seen. Huge he arm. has that. He had that big windup though. The thing about Leftwich is he came into the league when the quarterbacks were getting more mobile, mm-hmm. and he just sat back there and took hit after hit after yeah. hit after hit. And he's a big guy. But you know, you know, he was he was too slow. He came at a time he'd have been a great quarterback or a very good quarterback 20, 25 years ago, 
But, you know, in the time when he came up around 10 years ago, 15 mm-hmm. years ago, it was kind of like, oh, boy, this dude is too slow for this NFL. Yeah. He never had like that that huge season. I don't even know that he ever threw for over 3,000 yards in, in a in a single season. Yeah. I remember like he was like his fantasy value was that of like, you know, like a matchup based starter kind of guy. Like, oh, he's got a good matchup this week. I could play him. But it was never like the guy that I'm playing every single week. No. Uh-uh. And and he only had like three or four years in Jacksonville. I think the last year in Jacksonville, he missed a lot of the year because he, like you said, he, he would tend to get nicked up. And then he was basically just bouncing around. He was in Atlanta. He was in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I think he played for the Buccaneers uh, for, for a short time. So he kind of bounced around. All right. So now when we head on to the AFC, um, obviously uh sad day, sad Monday for Bill's mafia. That all uh, that electric fan base not being able to get it done, but you know we was on the we was doing the SI gambling podcast on Friday and people were talking about yo the Chiefs down the stretch and the Chiefs this and the Chiefs that and I mentioned the Chiefs looked at me like they had some Golden State Warriors with them, like they were going mm-hmm. they were like they were waiting for the second half of Game Six and yeah. they were like oh okay well let's go now and mm-hmm. I think in that second quarter yesterday the Chiefs said you know what let's go, that's true because when when you get out nine nothing lead suddenly you're like ooh. Buffalo looking all right. And, you know, they had the turnover there with Nicole Hardman. And then the Chiefs just, they, they pressed the button. Like you mentioned, they just pressed the button. And the and the Bills, and the, I will say this, I'm a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. Got a lot of respect for the Buffalo Bills. I think it's a very likable team. They've got a great fan base, for sure. One of the best fan bases in the National Football League. One of the best fan Disappointing. Bases but, but think about it, though. Like, remember when the Cowboys were starting their dynasty back in the 90s? Yeah, we went into Detroit and got our butts handed to us by Eric Kramer, and then they went on to play the Redskins, and they lost. Redskins went to the Super Bowl. Like Michael Jordan had to beat, had, had to get by the Pistons, yep. and the Pistons you had to get to by lose. Larry Bird and the Celtics. Like you it happens in sports, you have so, to lose to win, right? So, so yeah, it sucks to lose because you were one step away from the Super Bowl. But I feel like Buffalo is going to be back, and they've got they've got a really good young team too, and they they're only going to get better through the draft and free agency because Buffalo is going to be a place not like remember when Antonio Brown had, had reportedly gotten traded to Buffalo. And even I said, well, he feels like that's probably Siberia. He doesn't want to go there. Yeah, Antonio Brown, not going to Buffalo. He doesn't want to go there. And, but like, it's going to be a place where, where players are free agents are going to want to go because you got Josh Allen, you got Stefan Diggs, you got a good, a good defense. And they're going to have to step up and beat Patrick Mahomes at some point, because at this point it seems like, Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be Josh Allen's Detroit Pistons. Like if if you know if the Chiefs are the Bulls, they, he's going to have to get past them, right? I mean, don't like so. About, don't forget about Lamar Jackson. I know, and, and they're going to add a wide receiver too. I would think they're going to get maybe Allen Robinson or something. That that AFC is is very good. It's tough, it's tough with good young it's, quarterbacks. It's, it, yeah, it's it's very very good, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Lamar. Obviously, people are like, "Oh, well, he can't get done in the postseason." The guy's been in, you know, come on, he's been in, in the postseason two years. In two years, to start. Give him a fucking break. Give him a break. So, but, but I think his first I think, game, they wanted to pull him for Flacco, and like, right? Yeah, I mean, Flacco, the Ravens he here yeah. next year. Let let him let 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 him struggle. Then last year versus Tennessee, that was a disaster. This year they beat Tennessee, and then they went they 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 went into Buffalo and outplayed them. But we will always remember the pick six. And Lamar got hurt. 
And Lamar, and he banged him on the turf, and you know that kind of was all she wrote after that. But they'll be back. It's going to yeah. be fun in the AFC, dude. We've got so many good young quarterbacks in the league, and and we're getting to the point where now you know the old guard is leaving. Philip Rivers yep. retired. Drew Brees is likely to retire. I mean, Brady, I'm wrong. He's never going to freaking retire. That guy's just yeah. Amazing. I mean, we're not, we're not too amazing. Far. We're Eli Manning leave. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? Ben Roethlisberger yeah. is on his way out the door. You know what I'm saying? Right. Big Ben's maybe got another year left. Backup now Matt Ryan is probably going to be a backup in a couple of years. And we've got some good young quarterbacks coming out in the draft too, including you know maybe the maybe the the next great quarterback in in Travis and Trevor Lawrence. Yep, and and I think Mac Jones is better than Tua, so it's you know the quarterback position is is in good hands right now, and obviously if the quarterback position is in good hands, that means the league is in good hands. Uh so yeah, no, I'm I, I was impressed. Early thoughts, Super Bowl. I haven't really done a deep dive and looked into it to break it down that way. I haven't yet. either. It's what is it, three and a half? I think the line's three and a half, the early line. The early line Buccaneers is three and a half. Are, yeah, the Buccaneers are the dogs, obviously. I, I'm rooting for Tom Brady. I'm gonna be maybe in the minority here. I I wanna see I love experiencing history. And we all love greatness. We all love greatness. That's what we, and then, and then at some point we like to tear greatness down. Like if you saw the Tiger Woods documentary, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I have not seen it, but wow. It's really good, dude. You have to watch it. It's really, really good. So I'd like to see, and I I will root for the NFC if it's not the NFC East, because I'm a Cowboys fan uh, and I'd be bitter, but I, I'd like to see Brady win and Mahomes is going to be. I would think Mahomes is probably going to be in at least two or three more Super Bowls. Same assuming, thing about, assuming he's healthy. Same thing we said about Dan Marino, though, and it didn't happen. I, but the, but this is back to back now, dude. Like yeah, Marino never right. got back. Yeah, you know Marino got there once, and that was it. And this offense that they've got, Travis Kelsey play. He might be the best tight end to ever play the game for crying out loud. What he did this season, and Tyreek, and they can add to it during the off season. Teams are you know. That this team, play this team is an attractive destination for free yeah, agents. People want, people want to play for them. The people people want to go want play to for Andy Reid. They want to go and do, no doubt about that. So th- this team has got and that and that division that they're in. They, they could Raiders, Broncos, Chargers. I mean, they're going to be the favorites to win that division every year for a long, long time. As, as long as Mahomes is the quarterback and he's a young man right now, and yeah. the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs are going to be the favorite to win the AFC. For a long, long time, outside of something drastic happening. So, Justin Herbert, you better get in your playbook. Young no, man, and, I, man. and I love Justin Herbert. I think I he's a phenomenal too. player, but the Chargers are the Chargers, dude. I don't care who's coaching them. It doesn't matter. It's Bring back Eric Coriel. Somebody, have, somebody, the somebody Chargers are going to charge her. On the first practice of the year. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, so they're a bit of a snake bitten team. Yeah. Yeah, and so our uh, Dallas Cowboys. I remember I read it. I read it. I read it all. I got an email from Cowboys.com today, and it goes. I think it's the, it started with Cowboys missed the NFC Championship game for the twenty fifth straight year. I know, and if you remember, there was a very funny meme out floating around. I think NFL memes had posted it with that exact verbiage, mm-hmm. suggesting that the Cowboys had missed the NFC Championship game. That many times, and they've been in the NFC, obviously, for that long. Tom Brady, one season in the NFC, one <laughs> NFC championship game appearance, one Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. Not so that. it's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm going for Antonio Brown. I uh, that that's 
That's what it is. You know, I don't care. Vegas whispers what the sharp is, this, that, and the third. I'm going for Antonio Brown. I would like to see Antonio Brown be a, a champion. And 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 maybe he'll unblock you. <laughs> no, that's what I was just going to say. I'm like, okay. like, I, But, yeah, he, he blocked me on Twitter, so I don't know if I, I could root for Antonio Brown. Whatever, man. Yeah. Like, I'm, no, I'm rooting so crazy. for like that. They sit I, up there. The players sit up there and watch you on television and be like, oh, I don't like what he said. Let me block yeah. him. That's so but, that's so corny to me. I know. You know who am I? What do they care what I say? You know what though? I I do think uh, I am rooting for Evans, Mike Evans. How about Indomitian yeah. Sue? No doubt. How about Leonard Fournette, who is he's been the best running back in the postseason yes. from a fantasy perspective. He's been tremendous. Good for him. And and I know a lot of people don't like Leonard Fournette. It ran but him I feel out like of this year, Corey in Tampa. He's kind of turned a corner in his maturity. You know, he he could have whined and bitched and moaned when Ronald Jones was the starter and he was getting the touches and and Fournette tweeted out, "Hey man, I'm I'm behind him. I hope he does." Fournette, I think I think Fournette knew that he was going to be the guy that they rode when they got to the playoffs. I think Fournette knew that. I think he came in there knowing. That mm-hmm. when we get to the playoffs, I'm going to be the guy that's getting that work. I think, I think, I think he knew that, and I think, and I think he appreciated getting his body ready for that. Dude, that run that he made yesterday—it was a what 20, 21 yard run with the spin yeah. move. Dude, that I mean, geez, that looked good. And if he goes out there and plays well in the Super Bowl, and Kansas City hadn't been a great team against they, the run all year long, they, oh, he can run against them. You know what? I mean, you you, you get yourself straightened out. You're not considered a locker room liability anymore. He's a free agent, man. I mean, like, you know, more teams. Maybe Tampa Bay will keep him. I don't know. Like, more teams are going to be a little bit interested in Fournette more than they would have been otherwise uh, based on his on his previous, you know, off-field issues. But he's yep. been a model citizen, and he's playing great football right now. Good for him. All right, Mike, before we get about here, let us know what you're working on this week. So we've got the 101 Fantasy Facts from 2020, which is a whole lot of fun. Doing research on that now, I'm about halfway through. Uh, posted my five best fantasy destinations for Matthew Stafford. So not real football, although there's always going to be a crossover, but fantasy. So I will, uh, and I've already gone through some of those teams uh, in the cast here with Corey. And I'm also going to be doing my 2020 Fantasy Pro Bowl team. So there will be no Pro Bowl this year. I'm not sure many people are going to miss it, but something that I've done every year, you go out there and give guys a little bit of love for being the best at their respective positions from a fantasy football perspective. So we'll have that out there as well. We'll have some video content, of course, with our guy Bill Enright, Benny Heisler, and uh, you and I will be doing a podcast later on in the week, which will center on... Maybe the SI staff mock draft that we held last week. Yeah, the early mock drafts in the book. So we can definitely check that out and maybe we'll back with you on Thursday. For Michael Fabiano's Corey Parson, the fantasy executive SI Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by DraftKings. We are out.